Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Tara, did you go for an early morning workout this morning? I did, Joe. I did. And (laughs) (laughs) for this week, it's been so hard for me to work out. You know those days, like, I can't really catch my breath. And then every weight, even if it's the lightest weight, feels so heavy. Like, today I was like, this feels so heavy. I don't know if it's a mindset or if I'm tired. But today we are extremely lucky because we have Allie Barnes from R3 Built to join us. And I've been to the gym. And it's a very unique methodology. And Allie, I'm not just saying this because you're joining us, but you are an expert in so many areas. You sent me your bio, but because I'm getting old, I couldn't read the text. (laughs) So I'm going to kind of let you talk about yourself. So tell us a little bit about you and uh, your gym. Okay. Well, thanks for having me on, ladies. Um, Tara, I can completely relate to your workout and kind of lack of strength. And I'm sure everybody can coming out of COVID at this point, but there are really easy ways to sleep or time the workouts to feel better. So I'll help you there too. But my background um, is actually medicine. I was in medicine for a really long time. um, And I'll keep this short because it could be a tearjerker or it can motivate you. But I was in medicine until I gave birth to my first daughter um, and was pronounced dead. So I was in a coma for a very long time, came out, asked all my doctor buddies what happened, and everybody said, oh, a fluke, a lottery, whatever. So believe it or not, I went back after that for a master's and then a PhD in nutrition and alternative medicine. So it's fun because I know kind of both sides, Western and Eastern medicine, um, and it's really cool to apply now and why our gym is so unique is we spend $1 trillion in the United States on healthcare each year, $1 trillion. And this was pre COVID. So, I mean, whoever knows what the astronomical number is now. And we actually spend one less than 1% of that dollar to prevent disease. So always working medicine, we were reacting, right? We were reacting to people being sick and that's where all the money is spent is when you're sick. And you know, it went back for degrees and degrees and certs and certs and every single thing with crazy amount of data behind it said you can prevent pretty much every illness and every disease and even 90 plus percent of cancer in the data these days through lifestyle and nutrition. So turned 40 something and thought, let's do something about it. So opened a health practice, um, a gym and a juice bar in the last decade and really just kind of that plight to women especially age 35 and older is I can really prevent a ton of disease by putting your body in the right state and that is fitness but you know we have a crazy U.S. mindset where we think we need to be healthy we get on a peloton seven days a week or run seven days a week and that doesn't help us live longer that doesn't help balance so um, it really is kind of doing the right things at the right time with recovery, with moderation, that will help us, A, women, look the best, right? Things that we are automatically wanting, but B, live the longest too. So kind of both ends of the spectrum. So my background's all over the place, but I am a nutritionist, um, exercise physiologist, mobility specialist, uh, mindset coach, and yoga instructor. Oh, and an herbalist. 
That's amazing. And wow, thank you so much. That's a for lot. Sharing. <laughs> yeah. And thank you so much for sharing. I didn't know that about how you, what prompted you to get involved in this um, career. So thank you. No problem. And it really is one of those things whenever an interview is on like a healthy plate, I'm always like, what's your story, right? It's yeah. much easier to eat McDonald's and not wash dishes. So much easier, right? Than to eat some real foods and keep up with health and, and wellness. So sometimes life will hand you what it wants you to do. And sometimes you get to choose. So I took one for the team and I'm very happy to have done it. Okay. So I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm going to put you on the spot. What are you, what are your thoughts on, I feel like I see the words plant-based diet like 500 times a day. What are your thoughts on a plant-based diet? Like how important is it? Do you believe in it? Like what, just give me, what are your opinions or, or yeah. thoughts on it? Yeah. And I love how you asked if I believe in it. So a lot of what people do, whether it's food or fitness or believe in a certain politician or not, is a belief system, right? Nothing's right or nothing's wrong. It's truly just your parents or teachers, everyone in your growth had taught you these things. So you believe they're true now. So I, I don't believe or disbelieve in a plant-based system, but I do firmly believe um, through all the data that there's not one diet that's good for every human on earth. There's not even one food, right? People will say spinach. You know what? Spinach is terrible for people with high oxalates or kidney function dysfunction. So there's not one if you're talking about anti-inflammatory um, and you have autoimmune and arthritis, you know, it's probably a really good idea if you have really bad history of heart disease. And I plant-based, no, um, I do very well with meat. I also study the latest data on muscle-centric health. So this will kind of bring you full circle here where we're always trying to lose fat right? Because we're an obese nation. That makes sense. Excess fat equals excess disease. But losing fat doesn't necessarily build muscle. So if you actually build muscle, right? If you lift weights, get in a weight program, your muscle, and I will keep it super non-science nerd because I will get there sometimes and everyone's like, well, what is she talking about? But your muscles release all of these hormones, chemicals that create pretty much the best health you can ever be in in your life, including HGH, like a human growth hormone in order to build that muscle effectively, especially as we get older or we're training and we're not bodybuilders, none of us want to look like a bodybuilder by any means, we need a really high amount of clean, complete protein. Um, it's very hard to do on a plant-based diet. So plant-based, very anti-inflammatory, very alkalizing. So lots of huge benefits. I want to take everyone plant-based and really help them with their protein and it can be done for sure um but you know a grass-fed piece of three ounce beef will trump pretty much any clean protein um for your body to synthesize into tissue and muscle and for women too right after age 20 we start losing bone density and muscle mass pretty rapidly and if you think of it like i'm mid 40s right now the number one cause of death at 70, I'll pause here so everyone can try to think of it because I even ask all my doctor friends this, but current data shows the number one cause of death at age 70, Tara, Jill, any, any guesses? Like heart disease? That's what you would think, right? Heart disease or cancer. So currently, and this is the newest data, it's sarcopenia. So sarcopenia is loss of muscle mass. So without muscle mass, we can't balance our hormones. We can't be in a good mood. We can't digest food as well. We can't be cardioprotective for our heart and God forbid you fall, right? Without the muscle mass, 
it's a slippery slope from then on. So it's interesting. So I'm not a super 100% advocate of plant-based. I love when I see people do it to kind of clear out the body and get some balance. Um, and if, you know, those are your needs per your family history, um, it's a great choice. But as long as we're really getting enough healthy fat and protein in there. So I want to just go on the what you were talking about when you need to take a day off or you need to not work out it. Because when I first met you, I had that mindset of yeah. I need to work out every single day. But when I came to your gym, which maybe you could talk a little bit about the methodology there, is it's not that at all. And right. it's actually more of treating your body with kindness and a little <laughs> bit of break. So, um, which I, you know, it was, it changed my mindset because I never thought that way before. So can you tell us a little bit about what R3 Built is about? For sure. Yeah. And, you know, I, I joke that this is all kind of the latest science. It was kind of a cheat of the system is why it came about is I turned 40 something and I was like, okay, you know, the orange series, the CrossFits, the things, cause I did sports growing up. Um, we're not kind to my body and I didn't, I didn't feel great. Um, there wasn't very many people I could look at in CrossFit and say, Oh, I definitely want to look like that either. So for me, it was kind of, there was a hole of what to do next. And again, we're in that mindset. Think of back to like our high school or even like elementary. If you wanted to be in shape, you truly would go for a run, a long run every day, or you, now you get on your Peloton every day. So scientifically, if you push your body every day without a recovery day in between, right? That's how muscles and tissues are formed. Muscles, you use them and they create tiny tears in that muscle. And in order to heal back up, they need the recovery day. If you don't, your body's amazing at keeping you alive. It does everything to keep you alive all day. You're in a fight or flight state, right? So we're no longer digesting food. We're no longer metabolizing. We're like, oh my gosh, we got to stay alive. She's throwing a lot at me. We must be running from the lion every single day. We don't do the things to get our body back in balance. So scientifically, to really lift some heavy for you weights, right? Mobility, recover your body after that so that your body can heal back up is the quickest way. Let's talk a language everyone wants to hear to burn fat. It's the quickest way to build muscle. It's the quickest way to build balance your hormones. You know, anyone our age is probably perimenopausal or moving into a whole bunch of hormone balance or imbalance that we don't know about. And so again, we can keep going back to just lift some weights to solve all the problems. It's such an easy thing. Um, and so we are a recovery based gym. I do think, you know, I know Tom Brady probably does somewhat similar on recovery based, very different application, but I do think the whole world will go this way over the next decade. We're just probably a little ahead of our time. Um, so it's a lot of educating people on how form and function works and then going from there because everyone wants to quote unquote anti-age or not age as quickly. And if you are, and I want everyone to hear this, if you are on your Peloton seven days a week, you are aging yourselves on a very cellular level, which means everything works worse and you get older quicker. So your thyroid, your adrenal, everything that kind of takes the hit there while you're doing too much and we live in the u.s right so we need to have the best job and have the best you know kids going to the best colleges and the lawn has to look the best and you gotta you know there's just we fit so much in we're non-stop so giving yourself rest so that you can go home and have balance it really is ideal if you put the body in balance it can heal from anything 
And I, I find too, is when I do give myself that break, I actually have more energy than the next time that I work out today. I did very little, <laughs> but that is nothing. But in, in general, I do see the difference since I have taken your advice and you're, and you feel like better and you have to let that day go. When you take the day off, you got to let it go. You can't then sit there and think, oh my God, I should have been working out. You know? Yes. Oh my gosh. Shame and guilt. I tell everybody this. And like we, so we do a ton of nutrition here too. Um, and everyone who comes out of our nutrition programs is like, oh my God, I, I finally know how to eat. Right. Cause what we were taught, we had this, you know, great doctor back in the fifties. Her name was Lulu something. She struggled with obesity and she made the calorie popular. She made a baked potato no longer be a baked potato. It became a certain amount of calories for that baked potato. So if you came over those calories, shame and guilt. You are a bad person because you have eaten too many calories, especially when we went through like famine, stuff like that. So getting back to, you know, we never count calories. We never portion size. We have the crazy results. We've run a six week challenge. Um, one of the women just lost 22 pounds of fat um, in that challenge. We have body scanners to show that. But it's because when you really pair nutrition and eating intuitively, eating real food, like how many people drive, I don't know, a BMW and put good gas in it because they want that car to last a long time, right? They paid good money for it, but yet we don't do the same to our bodies. Like we need to take the high octane. So how do you, when you put someone on a program, like if it's a six week program and that's incredible, like 22 pounds in six weeks. Yes. That's insane. you know, the asterisk, not the normal, however, right, right. But, when you put your body in the right environment, it can do anything. So how does someone sustain that? Like how, because I mean, I've just, I, I, I forget what I was looking at or listening to, but they talked about the biggest, the biggest loser show and how, you know, 85% of the weight just comes right back on. And cause they're in this like completely, you know, unsustainable you know, environment and program and everything. So how do you, when they leave you, how do you make sure that they can keep it up? Yeah. I love that question. And it's funny, you know, these, I get to see them for, for life. Um, and so I get to see if that is something kind of biggest loser they gain back. So two of the biggest tips I can give anybody, like, have you guys all on a diet, lost some weight and gained it back, right? Everyone our age, probably. Yes. So two of the biggest tips. Mm-hmm. Would be first, it's mindset, right? So you can either say, Oh my god, I can't believe I can't eat this, or I can't believe I can't eat this, I can't believe this, I can't believe I didn't work out today, right, Tara? Or you can literally say, How lucky am I to know what to eat, to feel my body, to feel amazing, to think more clearly, to have a smaller waistline, to be able to get up and down those stairs, or whatever your goal is. But it really comes with, you know. I don't even go back to your grandmother giving your son or daughter treats. They're like, but I want to give them a treat. They need to live. I'm like, well, if they need to live, let's not give them 25 pounds of chocolate cake. Right. So it's an, it's an interesting way that we've swung things in society to make it, you know, sound good. But I mean, just like anything else, you can make a decision and stick to it or not. And expecting different results with the same input is the definition of insanity. So one is mindset and that's probably not even as big as the second one I'll give you, but this is huge. So if you have lost weight just to gain it back, know that you have fat for four main purposes, right? One's to keep you warm, one's to pad your organs in case you get hit with something. Another is for energy. 
But like the fourth, we never really think about. The fourth is any toxin that comes in your body. So you're cleaning with bleach, you are drinking excess alcohol, and don't get me wrong, I still drink plenty of alcohol, but everything's a balance. So you're eating food with high amount of pesticides in it. So where were these toxins? You're breathing air with toxins. Where were they come from? And you are exposed to them every single day. Those go in your body. If your body can't process those out, it takes fat, right? We're back to the fourth reason we have fat and encapsulates that toxin because it says, oh wait, that's floating in my system. If it hits my brain or one of my vital organs, this is not a good thing. Don't worry, body, I'll save you. Takes a piece of lipid, a piece of fat, encapsulates that toxin, stores it. And for women, right, we've cut open breast tissue samples from breast cancer patients, and it is a high-density mess of all of the parabens, all of the toxins. So you store toxins in your tissue. That's why breast cancer is such a high rate of cancer. For women, is that's where we store fat, right, automatically. So the biggest tip, if you lose weight, do know that you are then highly toxic, right? Because we've lost some fat, so we have a lot of toxins floating in our system. Your body is like, oh my gosh, don't worry. No matter what you eat next, even if it's a healthy avocado, I'm going to save your life and use that fat and encapsulate those toxins so we don't die. So your body is somewhat obviously sabotaging you, but in a way to keep you alive long time. So you need to be able to eat, hydrate enough, and sweat enough. There's a myriad of things you can do to get those toxins out. And that is really kind of one of the biggest things. So if you see the biggest loser do all this stuff and they haven't been able to rid their toxins, their body truly is just trying to keep them alive. So doing them a favor by gaining that fat back. So like when we come out of our nutrition programs and people say, God, I just know how to eat now. So now I'm no longer like, oh, how much? And da, da, da. It's just what fuel goes in your body. I can tell you, you can eat however many, you know, clean organic vegetables and grass-fed meat as you want, you're never going to be obese or gain weight or have any problems. So then add the extra stuff on top of that. Um, another huge, huge tip is having a good amount of protein for your first and last meal. Middle, you can kind of run the gamut, but those two things will help you stay fuller longer, have you know controlled blood sugar so you're not in that hangry state or moody or anything like that. So those are two big tips. But Overall, it's get the toxins out so you can remain at the weight that you chose to go to. I love that you're that you focus so much on nutrition because I think that, you know, speaking from somebody when I was younger, I really just always thought that it was about exercise and not about what I ate would ate or put in my body. And, you know, I hear people all the time with clients, they'll be like, I work out all the time. I can't believe that I haven't lost the five pounds or whatever. But it's really changing your diet. So um, I'm happy that you you said that. Um, so you've given us a lot of valuable information. <laughs> and I just want people to know how to reach you. So can you tell us your, um, your uh, website and your Instagram? For sure. So website is r3built, B-I-L-T, dot com. And our Instagram is at r3built. Can be just either way. Um, we have tons of small group training, personal training, nutrition, and lots of fun challenges. We also, which Tara and Jill, I was gonna throw an invite out to you guys, are doing a couple retreats. So you know that point after these last couple of years where you're just completely stuck um, and need a good jump start, jumper cables to move forward. 
Um, we're going down to Captiva Island, two different retreats that is all encompassing kind of like a fresh start. So anybody has any interest, please join us. How much weight will we lose in the four days? Just kidding. <laughs> I always say it's however big you comply is however much weight, right? I can I can give you the keys to the universe, but it's really do it. <laughs> so our average um, six-week challenge person loses eight pounds, our average wow. person in our six-week challenge, which, and this isn't like, you know, if you look at a healthy weight loss, you really shouldn't be doing a large amount like that if you're actually putting your body into balance and I'm not restricting your calories or restricting your diet, I am completely happy that your body will rid that weight. So it's cool to see um, how much somebody can do if they just put themselves into it. Right. And six weeks. So I have one more question on that. So whenever I hear that, I think to myself, like, was that somebody who's like quite had a lot of weight to lose? So eight pounds for as a percentage of their body weight is not, significant is or are these like people who you know don't have like like hundreds of pounds to lose yeah and it's it's funny you say that um so we break them down into teams so the blue team just yesterday it's gonna make me make me laugh that you brought that up the blue team yesterday one of the women was like wait a minute i'm on the i'm on the team with all the skinny bleeps right she was like how are we ever gonna win this i'm like don't worry ladies it's a ratio right it's a ratio and we don't even do pounds we're not Hey, focus on pounds. You actually win the challenge. Your team wins by reducing your body fat percent and increasing your muscle mass percent because we have a body scanner here. So no, I mean, there's a good amount of women. One of my biggest success stories, you guys can even see it on our Instagram a year ago, is this woman, Eileen, marathon runner, right? Here we go. Marathon runner came in. She's like, I don't need to like lose any weight or do anything. Um, I just have heard I'm supposed to be lifting some weights. So she started two days a week. So it's either two or three days a week. Do not come to my gym every day. Go live your life. Have a family, have friends, smile. Um, and two days a week she came. And in her six-week challenge, I think she had joined the gym a month before. So she was doing it. But you get your body skin beginning and end of six weeks. She was like, I've never had a better body. I lost two inches on my waist. She had no weight to lose, no fat to lose. She's like, I lost two inches on my waist. And now I have curves. And I'm strong when I run up the stairs and I'm strong when I finish my runs and I just don't run as often now. So yeah, I mean, it truly is just recompositioning your body, right? If you have excess fat, it leads to disease. So we can take that fat and turn it into muscle, which is great. And I am on my Instagram right now to try to look up that example. (laughs) Well, I was going to say too is, you know, our age group is, you know, my knees hurt when I run and like all of these things are starting to happen. And so you're not 70 Tara. So, no, I, I love that Tara said this. So I, only, I never, my knees never used to hurt, but like now I'm like, Oh my, like, this is something that I have, but you get what I'm saying. It's like, we're aging. So things are starting to happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this is like taboo in my world. People will be like, I'm old. So I, my back hurts when I get up in the morning. I'm like, strangle. No, you don't get to add the two. We're not doing the things we're supposed to do. So therefore bad outcome, right? Yeah. So running daily, not great for our joints. When we were in our twenties and our body regenerated quickly, do you know when you were 20 years old, think back, you could eat a large pizza, drink a six pack of beer and take a test in the morning. No problem. Right? We had high human growth hormone and our cells, every cell in our body turned over in 21 days. 
Unfortunately, as we get older, your cells don't turn over as quickly. So what you do to it, your bandwidth isn't as big, right? So now when you're running and you're damaging that cartilage and the cells, they don't regenerate as quickly. So now we're getting pain. So again, do you know in the data, and I think, I think Cornell did this, one of the big hospitals did this study. They took people, let them eat whatever they want. They never changed their diet. They took 300 on each side. They had one do just cardio and the other one do just weight training, zero cardio. The weight training group lost double the weight as the cardio group, and this was in 30 days. Double the weight as the cardio group, and the weight training group lost almost all fat, where the cardio group, when they lost weight, they lost a lot of muscle and fat together. So don't think you gotta go for a run, but do think you've gotta pick up a heavy for you weight and do it some good form. Right, and I think my point is, you got to take a break. Your body needs a break. Whereas before it's like, I didn't think that, like I said. So um, thank you, Allie. This is amazing. I always like talking to you. We could go on forever. This has been our longest podcast so far. If you have any questions, please reach out to Allie. And um, did you want to say one more thing? No, just thanks for having me. It's fun to chat with you guys. You guys are a good banter together, which is makes for a fun podcast. So thanks for having me on. Thank you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of shorts. Bermuda shorts. Jean shorts. Short shorts. Boy shorts. Tennis shorts. Cargo shorts. Seated shorts. Running shorts. Board shorts.